0: Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. This one's part two of the episode about getting it started up in January 2022 with some verses that are going to help jumpstart your year if you choose to apply them to your life. So thanks for tuning in, folks. It was great hearing from some of you folks in the last episode where we talked about love, where we talked about salvation, suicide, sin, love, 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 and then more love. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about some passages out of Galatians. I'm going to continue on because the last one I shared, John 3, 16 and 17, as well as 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And once again, like I said, starting something new in 2022. Let's get some verses out there that are going to help you kickstart your year. Write these verses down. If you choose to meditate on them each day, it'll help you, especially the love verses. Very important. And uh, of course, we're still traveling. So did this video in the car as well. It's easier to do them in in the car. And that way, no one has to keep quiet. We're staying with our son at his apartment and it's easier just, hey, when we're traveling, going around, doing things, I can jump in the car and can do an episode. And of course, it doesn't matter for those who are listening, but those who are watching, hey, you get to see the studio of the Jeep. (laughs) But also at the same time, remember, I'm not in my studio, so some of the quality might be a little different, but my prayer is the message will still reach you the same way. No matter where you are in the world. So I'm gonna jump right in before I start rambling on about all kinds of stuff. Love and appreciate all of you, and thanks for tuning in. So here we go. We've got some passages in Galatians. The first one we're gonna read is Galatians chapter five, verses I thought I wrote it down here. I did. Verses 19 through 23. And this is in the New Living Translation, the NLT. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, Envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Man. Apostle Paul, writing to the churches in Galatia, said it point blank. Anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. There it is in writing. I'm not saying it. I'm reading the word of God to you. Apostle Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit to write these things down to help equip us and train us. So you have to remember warnings like this. This is a perfect warning. This actually goes along with the other day when I was teaching or a couple weeks ago, episode 174, I believe, where I was teaching about Colossians. You know, those same passages he always talks about. You know, he makes sure he bats home sexual immorality. So very important, lustful pleasures, idolatry, selfish ambition, dissension, envy, drunkenness, wild parties. And he put the warning out there. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. I want all of my listeners and watchers to inherit the kingdom of God. I want you to be able to step into the kingdom of God. I want on that day for the Lord to say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. Come on in. Don't want any of you to be judged and turned away. That's why I do what I do, because I care about your soul. I care about your spirit. I care about you. And I'm not the only one. There's many out there who truly, truly, sincerely care about you. And you'll know them when you see them. You'll know them by their fruit, not by what they own or how much money they get. You'll know them by the fruit of their ministries. You'll see growth. You'll see lives change. You'll see people having their lives turned around, people being helped, people being blessed. You'll see it. You'll know in here and you can pray, and as Lord, show me the right ministries, show me the right people to connect with, who are sincere, who aren't about the finances, but they're about the kingdom of God. You'll know them, you'll see them. Those are the ones. And so we look at this warning so far because I'm getting ready to get to the good part. Remember, as I said in the teaching in Colossians, Apostle Paul has a way of punching you right in the gut. He'll tell you flat out, listen, I love you guys, but if you're doing this, 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 and this, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. But because you guys are believers and followers of Jesus Christ, you are going to be stepping into this, 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 and this, as long as you stay focused on what you're supposed to do. And that's what the apostle Paul teaches. And so he comes out and tells the the churches in Galatia, he tells them these things. And of course, as I said before, When the Apostle Paul wrote these letters, he was writing to the churches in these different locations, but like I've said before, the churches were the people, and if we're the body of Christ, we should be able to read these and learn from them as well. Make sense? So now let me tell you the good part. So after he warns everybody who's not going to inherit the kingdom of God, then he says this, but... The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Powerful. Very important. Bam. There he said it. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit. In our lives, are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Then the Holy Spirit within you produces this type of fruit if you stop blocking it and get out of the way and allow that love to come out of you. Allow that joy to flow out of you. Allow that peace to comfort you and others. Allow those things to take place. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Allow that kindness to flow out of you. Stop hindering it. Allow it to flow out of you. Allow all those things, kindness, goodness, allow that goodness to flow. You get what I'm saying? So very important. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. So we went from the warnings to the fruit of the Spirit. We went from this is the way the world lives. This is the way you should be living because you have the Holy Spirit within you. And of course, an apple tree produces apples. Pear tree produces pears, lemon tree, lemons, bananas, bananas, and so forth. That means the fruit of the Holy Spirit. If we have Jesus Christ in us, the fruit coming from us should be pleasing. It should be that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That should be the fruit people should see when they encounter us. When they encounter the living trees, right? Good. You like that? So that's a passage of scripture that you could also put in your little notebook. It's going to help you. Trust me. Once again, you're putting the love from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, all those characteristics. You're putting the fruit of the spirit, all those characteristics down on paper. You're looking at those things and going, what do I display out of these What am I allowing the Holy Spirit to show others through me? Am I allowing any of these things to be shown through me? If you are, praise God. The world needs it. If you're not, shame on you. You're putting the block down on the Holy Spirit, you're locking them down, you're stopping the fruit from growing. The tree ends up dying off, and you end up being like the world. Be careful. I love you guys. Okay, so now this is a passage of scripture that a friend sent to me a long time ago when I was running ministry and it was really hard. You, when Some of you know, when you're out there running ministry and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing for the Lord, you're not focused on money, finances, you know, and all these things. You're focused on the ministry God calls you to. You're being faithful and allowing God to provide for you through however that works those people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones that don't know if they're going to have enough food for the food pantry next week. I'm talking about those who need more beds for the shelter. I'm talking about those who need more food for the shelter, more soup for the soup kitchens, more meals. I'm talking about the ones that need more clothes for the the naked. I'm talking about the ones that need more patience for everything they're going through, more helpers These are the people I'm talking about. Well, this passage of scripture is for you. You ready? Keep your chin up. Keep your head up. God knows what you're doing, okay? Your rewards are stored up in heaven. But the verse is Galatians 6, verse 9. And he says it right here. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. And that little verse, and of course, you could read the entire verse. I always encourage you, read the entire book of Galatians to hear the full meaning of everything that the Apostle Paul is writing to the Galatians about. But at the same time, think about that. Don't grow weary in doing good. Stay focused on doing good. There's times I was running ministry and you would think up and down. You were running it by yourself. There there might not have been leadership coming in and sitting down and encouraging you and strengthening you. You felt like you were alone, even though you really weren't alone because you had the Holy Spirit with you. But still having some physical people to come alongside you and, hey, Steve, we want to do this and that to help you with the ministry. We want to do that, you know, or whatever it may be. Just remember, don't grow weary in doing good because... In due season, if you don't give up, that means stay focused, stay the course, run the race, a blessing will be poured out. And it doesn't mean, hey, Steve, here's $5,000, go buy yourself some new stuff. No, but it means more workers. More helpers, more like-minded Christians are going to come your way. More volunteers are going to come your way. Some people are going to come to Christ right there in your ministry room. You're going to meet people that are going to change your world. And that's what happened to me. I met some non-believers who even changed my world. It's amazing. But in that whole thing, I'm telling you right now, if you're out there running a ministry, you're running it the right way. It's not all about finances. It's not all about gimme, gimme, gimme. And it's all about the kingdom of God. Stay focused. God's gonna send you the help you need, okay? I wanted to share that with you because ministry can be lonely. And just like the study, George George Barna did a study, I guess in United States, over 2000 churches closed in the last year. And not only that, I forget how many pastors have resigned. Some have resigned because they're, at, they're trying to do the right thing, but they're just not getting the support. They're not getting the help they need, while others were doing it just because it was a business venture. And it's sad to say, but some were doing it just because they wanted an income and it was all about income. And then they can't stop and do anything else because everything's about income and about paychecks and so forth. And so it's a very tough situation. But I believe over 500, if not more, pastors have left the pulpit. I think it's more than that. It might be 5,000. I can't remember the number. But George Barna studies. He does some different studies and graphs and charts on things like that. But we need to encourage one another. You know who I'm talking about. There's ministers out there. There's ministry workers out there who just feel like they can't go on any longer because they need the help, pray for more workers, be encouraged, be strengthened. Sound good? Okay, so that's a little encouragement for you. So remember that passage of scripture, especially starting off in this new year. So now we're going to turn to the book of James. James has some great wisdom in it. you like that? Wisdom. So the first one is... James chapter 1, verse 27. Okay. And oh, actually, since I was talking about wisdom, I should read this one. James 1, 5, okay, says, and this is in the New Living Translation: if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. So you're not focusing on everybody else. You're saying, Lord, I need faith. I need faith. I need wisdom. Lord, I need wisdom. Please help me. I need the wisdom to handle the situation. Lord, give me the wisdom to run Relevance for Today ministry online. Lord, give me the wisdom to do whatever it might be for my calling and go from there. And so when you do that and you pray and you have faith, and you focus on the Lord and not all kinds of other ways, he'll answer you, he'll give you that wisdom. Just be able to recognize when he's giving you the wisdom because sometimes that wisdom might be a, no, Stephen. It might be a, why do you need another microphone for that? Use the ones you already have, Stephen. Lord, I need wisdom to figure out how I'm going to get this. Stephen, you don't need that. Why don't you use this, this? Why don't you clean up that area over there and use that for a studio instead of buying new things and buying this and that? You know, you never know. Don't expect the answer to always be something fantastic. It might be wisdom to help you straighten out your life. Make sense? So focus on that, okay? So that's the wisdom one. So that's a really good one to put in your your nugget book. I hope you folks are enjoying this message And learning a few things. Okay, so another one, which is very important. When we sit back and we talk about giving, when we talk about ministry, we're talking about taking care of others. You know, Matthew 25, 35 through 36. When I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was naked and you clothed me. You know, when I was in prison or when I was sick. All these different things from that passage of scripture. Those are ministries. That we can get involved in. Because just like when they said, Lord, Lord, when were you hungry? When were you sick? And he said, when you did this to the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it unto me. So very important. Look at those things. Okay. So right here, I'm going to tell you what religion's all about. Pure, unadulterated religion. So it says right here, pure and genuine. Okay. This is James 1, 27 pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. So there's a couple things in there. First of all, you take care of the widows and the orphans because they can't take care of themselves. They need help. They need food. They need clothing. They need shelter. Okay, that's religion. That's taking care of of God's people. That's doing the work the Lord wants us to do. It says it right there in the word and don't get corrupt by the world. That means we have to be careful. I have to be careful. It's so easy to get sucked into movies and different things like that, videos, whatever it may be. And it's like, you know what? I need to focus on the Lord. I need to focus on my calling. I need to focus on being the believer that God called me to be. Very important. So when you think about pure, unadulterated or pure, genuine religion, I want you to also remember this. This is very important. Someone shared this with me when I was talking with, uh, we were having a ministry meeting and someone said this and it blew me away. It was beautiful. They said, you know what real giving is? Real giving to the kingdom of God, blessing, love, and I've mentioned this before on this on the Relevance for Today podcast show. But truly being a blessing is giving to someone who could never pay you back. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not giving to someone to get something back because you gave them something in hopes that, hey, you know, now kind of like when Joseph was in prison, And he said, listen, I was put down here by accident. When you go up there, make sure you tell Pharaoh that I was falsely accused. Don't forget about me, man. And of course, he forgot about him. But back to the story, what I'm saying is this. Give to someone who could never pay you back. That's real giving. That's real giving from the heart. That's real giving, godly giving, blessing the poor, blessing someone who years down the road will never be able to come back and say, Steve, thank you for all you did for me. Here's $5,000. No, someone who will never, ever be able to pay me back. That's giving. When you let that go out of your hands, you're giving that to God. Powerful, isn't it? Okay. So pressing on. So that was important. And remember that whether you're giving to someone on the street, whether you're giving to a soup kitchen, a shelter, there's so many places. You don't know the people's circumstances. So just, just give out a love. Give from your heart. And when you get bamboozled from time to time, remember this, God knows your heart when you gave whatever you gave. That's the bottom line. He knows your heart. No matter what you do, no matter how you say, no matter how you sugarcoat it, at the end of the day, God knows your motives. He knows your heart. So be careful when you're giving. Give the right way. And the last one I want to share is James 4.7. Very important passage right here. Okay, Make sure you mark this down in your notebooks. It says... So, humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's the first one. That's verse seven. Humble yourselves before God, resist the devil. Not today, Satan, not today. Right? You know, there's time somebody's going to get you goat, like I call it. If you sit back, mind your own business, and somebody wants to start trouble with you, it's like, not today, Satan. Not today. Resisting the devil. And that's very important. Okay? Remember, the devil can't be in all places at once, but there are demonic spirits. So you resist those spirits. Because they're of the devil anyway. Right? They're not of the Lord. They're not the kingdom of God. They're the kingdom of Satan. So very important. And with that being said, resisting the devil and he will flee from you. This is key right here. James 4, 8 says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Period. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Get in your word. Pray. Talk to the Lord. Take time out for the Lord. Share, Just like the gentleman said to me today when my wife and I were out shopping. He said, why is it that people don't talk about Jesus? He shared some beautiful poems with me, Christian poems. It was amazing. He recited them that he had written. And uh, it was powerful. And it was a divine appointment. Because here two people are from two different parts of the world in a store with hundreds of booths in it and we just happened to be in the same one together and he just starts talking to me and and I inserted about praise God and he realized I was Christian and the next thing you know, he's a Christian poetry. He does Christian poetry. It was beautiful, but he was saying that and we talked about the Lord and I shared with him a couple passages of scripture, even taught him something and it was kind of neat. And then he shared some things with me. It was really exciting. We had some fellowship time together. But what I say in all that is focus, focus, focus. Very important. I say that a lot, very important. But it is very important. Come close to God and he will come close to you. Draw near to God and God will draw near to you. If that's all I've got to do is draw near to God, working on a relationship with him, Why wouldn't I want to do that so he would come close to me? Right? And that's how you build that relationship. And that's how you get that nudge. And that's how you get that Holy Spirit feeling. And sometimes the Lord will guide you in certain ways. And some people don't believe that. But I'm telling you right now, as God is my witness, you might not hear the audible voice of the Lord, but you hear in your mind, it sounds like your own voice, but the Holy Spirit will guide you and tell you things that is not something that you would think of. Don't take the credit for stuff the Holy Spirit is guiding you to do. I mean, look at look what I'm doing with all these things. I don't take credit like Steve Lewis' relevance for today. It's like, hey, where God always comes first. Jesus always comes first with relevance for today. 175 episodes, and the majority of them are 25 to 30 minutes long. Those are like sermons. You could take those and bottle those up. That's 174. Well, 176 by now. But if there's 52 weeks in a year, that's only 52 Sundays. It means I got three years worth of Sunday sermons then, right? I could take these podcasts and just duplicate them. (laughs) But anyway, what I'm saying is I don't want you all to miss out. I don't want to miss out. Focus on your relationship. Focus on key passages of scripture that will help you in your walk. I'm probably going to go ahead and do a part three. Um, I may be in a different state, might be in South Carolina by then, who knows. But either way, I want to be able to share these nuggets with you this month in January 2022, because we're starting something new. Remember my motto, start something new in 2022. And that's for the kingdom of God. Okay, some of you may need a hobby. Sometimes you're just studying, 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 and teaching, and training so much that you don't do anything for yourself. Get a hobby. Find something fun to do. For me, I enjoy writing, so I'm stepping into poetry. I'm studying some poetry, studying some poetry books. I'm really excited about that and uh, looking forward to putting out some Christian poetry and stuff like that. So with that being said, hey, I love you guys. It's so nice to be able to do these shows. I don't take it for granted. I thank you all for your kind words. And uh, let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to share another message. It's all for you. You get the glory, Lord. May this message reach people all around the world and may encourage and strengthen them. And may others come to know you in a greater way as their savior and Lord. So Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. I don't take it for granted. Thank you for all those listening and watching. Bless them and their families. And Lord, I look forward to hearing from them. And I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Another episode. Hey, listen. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're being strengthened. Make sure you get in touch with me and let me know how that show did for you. How do you feel? Did it speak to you? Did it not speak to you? Did you learn something new? Hey, do you have any tips you wanna share? Do you wanna share a verse or two? Hey, throw it in the comments section. Let's hear from you. No matter what country you're from. Hey, listen, even if you're from a country where we don't speak the same language, you can go ahead and, and write in there anyway, and I can copy it and paste it on Google and get the translation. Sound good? Hey, with that being said, listen you know how to get in touch with us you know how to connect with us we're on all podcast apps don't forget about spiritual spotlight podcast show as well as outlook for a brighter day barb and i are going to be getting back to recording on there soon we thank you for tuning in we thank you for listening and watching kingdom community tv folks get over there there's a daily schedule and not only relevance for today's show is slotted in there but there's many amazing shows from different ministers and ministries all around the world get over there as well don't forget about fun tv and fun connect it's another platform used to reach christians connect with christians all around the world get in touch with them as well check them out look them up that's faith united network tv sound good Hey, with that being said, I think I covered everything. Hey, love you guys. I'm gonna go over here and do some shopping. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in as always. God bless. Take care of yourselves. Love you again. Peace.